listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. We make our way into the cocktail hour, and like Dean said, man, it feels like Friday. And for him, there's good reason, because he's done for the week. I'm done for the week. (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow, I'll be broadcasting live from Las Vegas, as well as on Friday. Of course, it is the big event of the summer, WWE, SummerSlam. (laughs) I was just talking to Brian Rowitz. Within a quarter of a mile, not even, within, within an eighth of a mile, you got the WWE SummerSlam happening at MGM, mm-hmm. and then right across the street, you got UFC 276 happening at T-Mobile Arena. This is going to be cr- and crazy. And don't think, weekend. don't think one's not affecting the other, right? Because it is. Yeah, I'm sure. Both ways. Yeah. WWE thing is crazy. Yeah. Like, I think I missed my calling in life. I should have been one of those managers. I saw, you know, I've always felt you look like you should be a manager. Like you could have, like your outfits, like everything about you. Is like perfect. I could cut a promo. Yes. I could talk smack. Yes. It's not, not too late, man. It's not too. It's not. It's true. It's, it's never. Not. It's not too late for managers. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late to wrestle. Yeah. It's too late to wrestle. <laughs> uh, Frank Sinatra said, "What? That's our tease." Dean Thomas. <laughs> he said, "It's the cocktail hour. It's too late to wrestle." <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? What's it? What's if? What's if? It's the cocktail hour. For me, it is right now. Cocktail hour is being. Proudly presented by Tina. Tell me who. Brightline. That's exactly. Right. I just told you about Brightline. I just oh. told you all about Brightline. Told you all about it. Told you all about it. Uh, it is being brought to you by the Bookable. Yeah, that's right. December twentieth, Tuesday, seven thirty in the PM. Dean Thomas, you got details on the RoofClaim.com book return bowl at FAU Stadium. I do. That's right. The premier college football event is here. It's coming. So don't miss the 2022 RoofClaim.com book of return bowl. It will take place December 20th. So what you can do now is mark it in your calendars. Get ready. Get prepared because you're not going to want to miss that. Information is just a click away. Go to RoofClaimBocaRetoneBowl.com. That's RoofClaimBocaRetoneBowl.com. Remember, December 20th, 7.30 at FAU Stadium. Fantastic. Uh, agent says that uh, Bradley Beal has declined the $36.4 million option. Uh, 5 o'clock has come and gone. It is 5.06 Eastern time, which means that the deadline has passed for James Harden to opt in or opt out of his one year, which, by the way, was also like, what, $47 million? get this money from because it's it's the back end of deals that were appropriate at the time yeah but you'll notice he ain't playing like he used to russ ain't playing like it he just used seems to like it's so unfair like they paid these guys all this money now they're not even balling and they just had just cash and checks and that's why if you have a choice between playing football or playing basketball you play basketball if you have a choice between baseball or basketball you take baseball you take baseball for yeah. sure for sure you do uh also of note uh, day two continues for Deshaun Watson in the disciplinary hearing. We don't know what will happen for his punishment, but we do know the league is asking for potentially indefinite suspension, which doesn't surprise me, but a minimum of a one-year suspension where Deshaun Watson would not see the field at all for the entire duration of the 2022 season, even if the Browns continued on in the postseason, which is what I expected to be the case. We'll see whether that is the case or not. Food, it's 507. Everybody's hungry. Food. Inflation. You see the price of food. Everything mm-hmm. at the store. Like yeah. You remember what prices were, and then you're like, wait a minute. How's it 90 cents more than it was a week ago? 
Inflation might be ending this all-time 99-cent bargain. There was rumors on the internet, and it was a hoax, I guess. It was a fake tweet story. Do you know the 99-cent bargain that people are like, I can't believe it. I can't believe that it's still 99 cents. Tina, do you know what it is? No. Dean, do you know what it is? No. You've bought it a few times at the gas station, I'm sure. The Arizona iced tea. No. It's still 99 cents. Yeah, I do know that. I was looking at that the other day. I was wondering, like, how is this thing still 99 cents? And the rumor was the price was going to increase to $1.29. Oh. And they said, we're going to try and hold that off as long as possible. We're trying to avoid that. So, so while nothing is truly inflation-proof, it appears that Arizona iced tea kind of is. Wow. That makes sense. Um, plus, this meal deal. Some of you eat when you go uh, shopping in, um, in bulk. And some of you look forward to this, and you have for years and years and years. 1985, this became available. This was the price. And today, it is still available at 1985 prices. If it were adjusted for inflation, this should cost you $4. It's very rare that Americans get true value like this. Very rare. This should be $4 in current day pricing. But if you go to buy it today, it's still $1.50. Do you have any idea what it is, Dean Thomas? Again, when you go shopping in bulk, this is where people look forward to getting themselves this. I was thinking ramen noodles. Ramen noodles is incorrect. Tina, do you know what it is? No, I don't. I don't know. It is the... Hot dog meal at Costco. <laughs> That's what? right. The hot dog meal at Costco. That big all beef hot dog and the twenty ounce soda. It's a dollar fifty. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> which was the price in nineteen eighty five. Yeah. And here we are, almost it's, forty years later. It's thirty seven. Thirty seven years later. It's still a dollar. Still a dollar fifty. Still a dollar fifty. Wow. Yes. If you adjusted it, economists say it would be four dollars. Yeah. Is what it should cost. Right. So how are they able to do it? Well, because they're getting you in the store for that reason, and you're buying other stuff. Right. Sometimes that's how it works. But the food story of the day I'm most excited about comes to us from a CNN business. Taco Bell is testing a new menu item with a beloved snack food. Um, By the way, they are hoping that the creation can replicate the success of the Dorito tacos and such. You know, they did the Doritos, Locos, tacos. Mm -hmm. It's a brand partnership. Do you know the beloved uh, snack that uh, Taco Bell is now going to utilize for a new menu item? Dean Thomas, do you know? It's beloved. In fact, I think they sponsor a football bowl game. I think they actually have naming rights, like Roof Claim. Something with Fritos. It is not Fritos. Tostitos. It is not Tostitos. It is not. Should I just tell you? Yeah. Okay. Cheese it. Oh. Cheese it. Listen to this. This is the experiment. A massive cheese it which is 16 times the standard size. So normally you've got your little Cheez-It square. This is 16 times larger than that. So it's like 16 Mm Cheez-Its, if you will. Um, It will serve as a base for their new big Cheez-It tostada. Uh, The meal layers ground beef, sour cream, tomatoes, lettuce, and cheddar cheese on the cheesy cracker for $2.49. It's described as a, quote, Abundantly cheesy and nostalgic, yet magically modern dining experience. End quote. Who writes their press release? Me? <laughs> Isn't that like how I would write it? <laughs> no, yeah. Delightful, nostalgic, yeah, right. magically. Yeah. There's a lot of descriptives going on there. Cheese it. I don't buy them. I don't buy cheese. You don't buy cheese it? I don't buy cheese it. I used to sometimes. Like I get on a binge where I'm just like, 
boom, it hit the store, and I'm like, Jesus, Jesus, because they're addictive. That's the thing. I don't buy them because they are addictive. But if I'm somewhere and someone's got them, then I'm getting you, in them. You, you'll, you'll eat the whole box. I'm you will eat them. the whole box. Um, I was somewhere recently. Where the hell was I? And people were eating cheeses. I thought it was strange. Oh, at a concert. At, at a concert. I, w- I was at, I think you were there too, Tina. I was at I Think Financial Amphitheater. And Backstreet Boys? Eat, Backstreet Boys. But you don't eat cheeses at the concert. And, and that's what I'm thinking. In the box next to me, these people had all these boxes of cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> that don't even go together. That's what I'm Jesus saying. Cheeses in concert don't go together. How inappropriate yeah. is that? Like, cheeses are good, like, when you're driving a long distance. And, oh, man, like, that's when I can't help it. Yeah, they're, they're, once you start with those, yeah, they're like, hard to stop. You can't stop. But you'll notice now there's a whole lot of brand alignments. Like, we never would have talked about Taco Bell having some new menu item unless it involved a beloved branded snack. Right. But you'll notice there's all these alignments now. There's all these, you know, it's Lucky Charms flavored milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frosted Flakes flavored milk. Well, especially like when you look at, like, uh, co- coffee creamer. For sure. Coffee creamer oh has goodness. really outdone themselves. And Dean knows this because he buys every flavor and brings <laughs> it into I, the office. Because I go there and I always see a new flavor, and I'm like, oh my God, I got to have this. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charm. Yeah, what is your... Do you, are Twinkies. You just, I'm like, I got to... Are you just that curious? It. You can't yeah, help I have to have it. I have he also to drinks a coffee every day here. He makes a coffee here. For sure. But but I remember the Twinkie coffee... It was going to be a topic on the show that we never actually got into. But you have a weird thing with having to try, having to sample... <laughs> These these flavored coffee cream, not like French vanilla. Like you need no, Twinkie. No, it, it's the weird ones that really catch. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, it's the weird ones that really capture my attention, and I have to try it I for have sure. To. For sure. And I just would like when I see it, like whoever does the marketing on that and the pre- presentation, the packaging. The packaging. Yeah. I mean, they do such a good job, and you're just like. I have to buy it. Because it's those familiar colors and and fonts of those brands. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a cinnamon toast crunch colors with the you know you know the font you can recognize it yeah and so it, it takes you to a, yeah yeah and you're like just add with that with coffee oh that's I gotta have out. it that's gotta gotta have it but I good can't on take it. good on taco bell to incorporate other brands of snack type things because obviously you know taco bell is no longer like a family like when they started out they're like um uh, you know affordable uh mexican food for the family right you haven't seen no. a kid in a commercial for a long time. Nah. Now, now it's kids that now it's twenty two year olds that smoke weed. Yeah. Like in the late commercial, night, don't, don't open till four a.m. Don't some of them right. even serve alcohol now in some places? The, yes. The, the, yeah. Cantinas, the cantinas. Yeah. The cantinas. Yeah. I'll be. In fact, I'll be at one tomorrow for lunch. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> on the Vegas Strip. And by the way, the greatest Taco Bell I've ever had in my life was at that Taco Bell Cantina on the Vegas Strip, right there at the Miracle Mile shops. I can't explain it. Everything was crispy, crunchy, fresh, whatever it was. It was unbelievable. I'm was, telling you. I took a bite out of that. I was like, this is this might be the greatest taco bat of my life. But that's, <laughs> it was a dollar forty nine in a Taco Bell cantina. And yes, people are buying frozen drinks. And I and I heard that the Taco Bells on the West Coast just hit different. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. They, just, they just hit different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we all know, however, that uh, you know, they're not a partner of ours. So that's enough love yeah. for them. <laughs> but now I'm talking about the West Coast of the country. Oh, no, yeah. I know, no, yeah. for sure. But we also know that, you know, sometimes after you eat it, you don't feel so great. That is you true. You feel a little yeah. bit sluggish. <laughs> you feel, well, <laughs> maybe that too. <laughs> That's not for me to decide, Dean Thomas. But uh, I'm curious. I'm curious to try it. Um, I always wanted to take the, the cheese packet from macaroni and cheese and put it on top of popcorn. Tell me that didn't sound like a good concoction. Sound like, if it was macro- sound like a good idea. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese, like a uh, flavored, uh, whatever, dust powder. Yeah. To put on top of your popcorn, but you—I mean, you'd have With to make butter. sure you mix it up real good, though. Because like, if you ain't mix it up real good and it was all clumpy, well, <laughs> I mean, they would—they would package it for that purpose, right? So it would have a different texture. Oh yeah, and yeah, viscosity, yeah. right? Yeah, 
but it's not its intended use. Some people buy the mac and cheese, throw the mac away, and then just keep the cheese packet and then do stuff with that. Ugh. Some people now are taking cereal and using it for breading um, and then frying, um, you know, chicken tenders. Oh, and yeah, stuff. I did, I've done that. I did, I did it with a, a cinnamon toast crunch. How'd that work out? I mean, it wasn't, you could barely taste it, actually. Really? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I had Captain Crunch chicken uh, fingers years ago, like in Philly, like years ago. And I thought it was so genius. I mean, was it good? Could you really taste it? Uh, no, I was drunk, so I don't yeah. really. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't really taste it because like, by the time you get to the chicken and the season and all that stuff, you can't really taste the cereal. I hear you. I hear you. Um, we are going to, in a little bit, have the interview that we did with Max Holloway here on the home team. I want to remind everyone, Life Imaging FLA wants you to take care of yourself in stressful times, in times of uncertainty, like we are in right now. You need to do what I did, and that is just go in and get the free heart scan with minimum requirement. Take advantage of the opportunity to have a little bit of certainty in these uncertain times. And by that, I mean finding out about your health. We know it's stressful time. We talked about inflation a minute ago, the economy. The price of gas. We can get you a little certainty about something that could be causing you and your family stress, and that's your health. Get a free heart scan from my friends at Life Imaging FLA because early detection saves lives. Life Imaging FLA has been saving lives in South Florida since they opened their doors with FDA-approved heart and body scans. The scan safely, easily, and quickly screen your entire body. That can detect cancers as well and heart disease years before any signs or symptoms occur. Bring certainty to these uncertain times. Call Life Imaging FLA. Ask about their free heart scan with just a few minimum requirements. From your cell phone, call pound 250 and say free heart scan. Pound 250, say free heart scan. That's pound 250 and say free heart scan for my friends at Life Imaging FLA. Are you guys sticking around in this segment? Because I'm going to bounce right now. If you guys are sticking around, keep it rolling. Otherwise, we'll head it out. You tell me, you sticking around? You sticking in this segment? You good? Yeah, let's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it. You out of here? I'll see you on Friday. You still have to do one more thing. Oh, which thing is that? Oh, that's right. I apologize. And the show's not over. Don't panic, people. Yeah, don't panic. I was going to warn you about uh, the music so people don't panic. Uh, your Daily Dose of That's Cold, brought to you by John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning. And I have a That's Cold that's about money. Well, sort of about money. Yesterday's was all about money. And today is uh it's russell westbrook actually no it's not that was yesterday last night yeah it's about money because this dude was talking some smack and we didn't talk about it on the air we should have uh he got paid the richest contract in baseball history at one point and last night his dodgers lost 7-4 at the rockies clayton kershaw was on the mount did you know last night was the first time that kershaw allowed six runs or more since June of 2017. That's set, that's five whole years. That snaps a streak of 106 consecutive starts with five earned runs or fewer. So he is money. And there's a reason why he got the richest deal in baseball history at that point for a pitcher. Clayton Kershaw, that's cold. All right, do your thing. I'm a bounce. I'll see you Friday at the uh, Las Vegas Convention Center. Holla mm-hmm. at your boy. Yeah, holla And there he is, Josh Cohen headed out. So now it'll just be me and Tina here running the show, keeping Chris, it, holding it down. Chris, Dina, Chris, Dina, doing our thing. So did you? So did um? Did you ever figure out what you wanted to do in terms of your finger? Did you? Did you come up with a solution for that? Because I, I know we didn't get any callers. We should have got some callers to call in to help us with this. 
Well, I do wonder if I don't get it looked at, is there, will I have a consequence of, again, like it coming back again, like do I, if I wait long enough, will I actually have, will they have to break it? If like something is wrong with it? Like, have you ever dealt with that with being a fighter, with being a coach? And I'm sure you've dealt with plenty of broken fingers, yeah, maybe so, knuckles. So first of all, I'm going to tell you like this. I remember when I had a fight and I broke my finger. I'm looking at it right now. It's my ring finger. I broke my finger in the fight. And I remember when I got out of the fight, that's when I recognized that it was broken. I mean, it was all mangled and swollen. And I remember putting ice on it and trying to, you know, smooth it down and get it to a nice, you know, shape. And for whatever reason, it wasn't working. It didn't work. And now, it's been about 20 years later, I still can't straighten it. It's still deformed. No pain, but it's still deformed, still broken. And that's what's going to happen to your finger. Mine's more, though, I don't think it's my finger. I think I did something to my the, my knuckle, like on my pinky. Because it's more when I, like, grab things that, like, my knuckle on my hand hurts. My pinky does still hurt, though. There is pain when I like shut my finger and I can't, my, my pinky doesn't go straight. I showed you before the show how like my right pinky is completely straight and this one is like crooked and it still won't, it won't go straight. So I think, I don't know what I did, but I punched this treadmill so hard and again, it's been five weeks now and I do just think though it's kind of a waste of time to go to the doctor and them to just put it in this little splint that is going to be a pain in the butt to work out with because I'm not going to really be able to pick up certain things. I will, I will be able to just be uncomfortable. Like when I'm rowing, like I can only close like my three other fingers and my thumb. And it just might be a pain in the butt. And I just don't think that's worth it. Poor thing. Now, speaking of punching things, are you watching the fight this weekend or not? I am. I've already made plans. And to Where? Us, well, no, I'll probably just but watch it. Okay. I'll watch Does it at home. Crib? Yeah, I'll watch it at home. But I didn't know... We kind of said this during the break. Like, I feel like I i didn't know that other fighters were fighting on this. Well, what you thought? Like, it was just going to be Max it, Holloway fighting? No, I knew about Max Holloway. I knew about Adesanya, but I didn't even know about Sugar Sean O'Malley. And I like him, but I didn't even know about him. And so I looked at the card last night. You know, I, I saw Cowboy Cerrone on the, on the prelims, which I thought was kind of weird because I just feel like he is this name. And I was like, wow. Again, well, do you see the signs, I mean, Cowboy? <laughs> no, but listen. See the signs. Scott's cut it out. Cut it out before the I call signs it. are real. I know the signs are real, but I mean, to be fair, the prelims are still are going to be on ABC. So I know that, yeah. but I did think it was kind of weird that he was on the prelims and not maybe the first on the main card because I thought he was kind of kind of a big deal, but maybe that was just at one point. Well, I mean, he's not even the name that everybody thought should have been on the main card in the first place. Like up until like a couple of days ago, Robbie Lawler was in the prelims. Oh, I did see him on the card, yeah, too. Yeah, he's on a he's on a but now he just got bumped up to the main card. I saw that, yeah. Because Misha Tate and Lauren Murphy got uh their fight got pushed back to July sixteenth. Why is that? So somebody in the camp got COVID and they had to push it back. So, mm. so it's gonna be in a uh, Long Island. I'm working that show too. Nice. See, look at me. I know. I'm moving on up. But no, I'm looking forward to this weekend because of the fights. I'm looking forward really to seeing Max Holloway do his thing. I'm rooting for Max Holloway. I honestly, when I went to Jacksonville and saw Alex Vol- Alexander Volkanovsky fight, I don't know, like, I, I, I wasn't wowed. It seemed like everything was in, like, slow motion for me. Well, it's, here's the reason why. is because he's so good and so technical that it's not really going to wow you unless you can understand how hard 
how difficult it is to do what he's actually like to doing. to be that technical? To be that technical and that disciplined under chaos. So when you see him, like, it's not, like, going to be some, you know, mystifying, you know, powerful, like, explosion. It's just going to be a systematic breakdown of, of, of a situation. And you're just going to be like, wow, I can't, how did he do that to this guy? Yeah, but I'm, I'm rooting for Max Holloway. And I don't know, like, I just seems like a good guy. And I wasn't wowed by Volkanovsky when I saw him in April in Jacksonville. And then, of course, I'm also rooting for Adesanya. Of course, well, of course, Adesanya. Yeah, of I course. mean, how can you? I mean, everybody, you know, he, but he's got one of them styles that's very fan favorite that you don't have to know much about fighting to still appreciate what he's doing because he's very animated. So you're going to appreciate what he's doing in real time because he's so animated. Like he plays around, he has a lot of big movements and spinning attacks. And I mean, it looks like a kind of like a movie. Like watching a kung fu flick. Yeah, this is actually like a really good card, but I do have a question for you. Like, this is International Fight Week in Vegas, but like, what actually happens? Like, why is this? Why is it a big deal? Like, of International Fight Week. Well, they started International Fight Weeks to, I mean, obviously to, to have like conferences and just like a big week in the summertime where everybody goes out there and just celebrates and does big things and just tournament different tournaments i mean obviously with covid it slowed down a bunch Mm -hmm. and it's still not back to what it used to be because they would have uh three different events you know a a fight on thursday night a fight on friday night and a fight on saturday night oh wow and they'd have like grappling tournaments and boxing matches and and all these different seminars and they kind of cut a lot of that out now they just have like fan fests where meeting greets and things like that and they do a little upset that you weren't on that meet and greet by the way oh i'm doing a different one Okay, good. Yeah, I'm a, I saw I, yeah, this you list. Saw, you saw the list. I saw a list, and I was upset because yeah, I was, didn't see Dean Thomas yeah, on they the were list. All, those, those are the lists of like all the fighters, but there is... Uh, no, uh, uh, no, because I saw Anik and Rogan and Megan. Oh, they were on there? Yeah. And I wasn't on there? And you weren't on there. Oh, I wasn't on there. I was upset. Well, I, I'm also doing a pre-show, too. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm, I'm tied up the whole weekend. Okay, okay. Yeah, so... Um, so, but now it's slowed down a bit, but they're still doing a lot of big things. And I think, you know, maybe probably next year, by the time next year hits, they'll re they'll increase it again. Maybe, but I mean, it was, I, re- I remember it being a big deal, like a fight on Thursday night, a fight on Friday night, a fight on Saturday night. That would be and, fun. And it was, I mean, it was absolutely bananas to be out there that week. I bet. But, um, imagine having like, again, three days in a row, like mass, like big fights, like one night you have, I guess it'd be Lawler. And then you have the next night. Well, that's how it was. Yeah, like that's how Max, it was. Max yeah. and Volkanovski. And then you have the next night, Adesanya, like and, Saturday night. That would be awesome. And like the uh, the venues would, would like increase in size too. So like oh, one, yeah. Yeah, one night would be, you know, at the Palms and then the next night would be at the MGM and then the next night would be at the, you know, uh, T-Mobile Arena. I mean, it was, a, it was a big deal. I mean, it was an amazing experience. But Max Holloway. Yes. Will be joining us after the break. So when we come back. We'll talk to blessed Max Holloway right here on the home team, ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. It was another full season of championships for the Kaiser Seahawks. The men and women's swim team were the best of the best in the pool this year. The men's make it... Four, I repeat, four straight NAIA national championships. Shout out to Coach Adam Epstein taking home National Coach of the Year honors and Alberto Garcia Marcos winning Swimmer of the Year. Coach Epstein also led the Seahawks swim team to their first ever national championship as well 
as 33 All-Americans. To get the latest on Seahawk athletics, go to KUSeahawks.com. That's KUSeahawks.com. And remember, ESPN 106.3 is the flagship home for Kaiser Seahawks football. Now, I promised y'all Max Holloway. I promised, Tina. I said Max Holloway. Yes, you said Max Holloway. And I'm planning on delivering. And we are going to deliver. Yesterday, he gave us a call. We talked to him. We got some insight onto what's going on in the mind of, in my opinion, the greatest featherweight to ever fight on this planet. He also cleared up a question that I had. He also cleared up a question that you had. Yes, a big question that I had. And it was pivotal in your life, (laughs) I'm sure. I needed to know. I'm sure. I'm sure. But without further ado, let's check out the interview. And joining us now is the number one ranked featherweight contender in the UFC and the number six pound per pound fighter in the UFC as well. Max Holloway joins us on the home team. First of all, congratulations, young man. Didn't you just get married like in this offseason, just in the last couple months or so? Yes, sir. I just got married. So that's a, yeah, thank you for that. Uh, I, I looked like it was a huge wedding, but I was spanning the crowd on the beautiful video that was shown on the pay-per-view. I didn't see you, Dean Thomas, anywhere. No, I wasn't, I wasn't there, man. Like, I didn't get the invite, you know what I'm saying? Like, ever since, ever since you know, he failed me as a father in teaching me how to ride a bike properly, oh, he didn't invite me to the wedding. It's, yeah. it's like that. Yeah. How, how many guests did you, in all sincerity, Max, how many guests did you have at that wedding? Like five, six hundred, I think I saw? Uh, we had, we had, we had four hundred. 400, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Um, You talked about it earlier this week. You said a belt will never define you. Um, That's not who and what you are. You know you're a champion. You knew that before you became a champion. You were a champion, then you weren't, then you were. And here we are again, and we're making history. This is the first time in UFC history that in a trilogy, someone down 0-2 got a title shot. Uh, People look at this series Uh between the two of you, and they don't necessarily agree with the judging. How many of those previous two... One or both, do you believe that, honestly, you did win? I mean, at the end of the day, I could sit here and complain and tell you I won both or whatever and explain and go into, like, deep conversation about it. But at the end of the day, there was uh, three judges sitting ringside, you know, and they went the, they went the other way twice, you know. But I, but I say this, you know, if, if it was so clear-cut, if it was so clear-cut, we, we, we would not be sitting here for a third time, right? So, at the end of the day, this fight is just, it's huge. It's a huge fight. It's a huge legacy fight. You know, like you said, you opened up with my pop upon ranking, you know. He's even uh he's uh number two or number three, I think, in the ranking right now. So all the hardcore fans or hardcore journalists, they all know this. It's like when does these top pong about fighters fight, you know, and in the last decade, you know, I think so only one comes to mind and that's uh D C and John Jones, you know, so to be able to have this kind of history, this kind of fight, you know, and Top pound for pound ranked fighters is very rare that they're in they're in the pound for pound rankings period. You know, so it's it just it's amazing, man. So like this fight's huge and. I can't wait for Saturday night. Yeah, I saw saw you say that earlier in the week, and that's a great point, Dean Thomas. How often do we get top-ranked pound-for-pound fighters in the same fight together under these circumstances? Yeah, it's not often. You know what I'm saying? This is a big, big fight. To me, this fight will solidify the number one featherweight of all time. This is UFC 276 live on ESPN Plus pay-per-view from Las Vegas. Max Holloway joins us, the former and future, potentially, as of Saturday night and new. Uh, featherweight champion of the world. Dean says this decides the all-time greatest featherweight 
in the UFC. Max Holloway, do you agree or disagree with what Dean Thomas just said? I mean, Dean Thomas is a man, you know, you can't you can't disagree with the guy, but at the end of the day, you know, everybody got their got their uh, picks, you know, and I, I still think uh after this is done, you know, whatever happens on Saturday night, I think so whoever whatever it is or even myself, I got, I still got work to catch up with Aldo, you know. Aldo still got got a couple 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 records and until until I beat him or somebody else beat him then I'll consider a guy to the featherweight goat. So at the end of the day I I, I think so it's just the number one featherweight contender in the UFC, Max Holloway, joins us on the home team on ESPN 106.3 and worldwide on the ESPN app. A year ago, January, you about murdered a man live on ABC television from Fight Island. During that fight, you clearly were in the zone. It was the greatest display of boxing and piecing up we've ever seen. Did it feel different? Did it feel almost like that matrix where everything slows down and you can see things as if it's happening underwater? How was that different in the moment when you were piecing up Calvin Cater like that? Oh, for sure, you know, everything was slowed down. I could hear DC. I heard that, you know, that famous clip at the end. I heard DC talking, you know, the second baddest man on the planet. And then I heard, uh, I could hear Dan Hardy talking about it, so... I just decided to talk back to him, you know, and uh, <laughs> get some punches while talking, and the rest is history. <laughs> I was at home yelling at the TV, stop the fight, stop the fight, because, well, some of us had you ending it in the third, fourth, and fifth round, and it looked as though, Dean, you were sitting next to Dana White, and Dana was yelling. Yeah, he was like, oh, my God, why aren't they stopping this fight? Stop the fight. Um, did you want it to continue? Were you hoping that they would? Were you enjoying kind of like, you know, I don't want to say playing with your food. Were you enjoying that throughout, or were you thinking like, please, just let's stop this fight. I'm destroying this man. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's not my job, you know, I... It came across a couple of times, but yeah. I always tell everybody, man. Everybody keep telling me about about this and that. You're not finishing, blah blah. I'm like, bro, if you can take it, I'm gonna dish it. As long as you can keep taking it and the fight stay going, I'm gonna keep dishing it out. You know, and at the end of the day, he was taking it. You know, he was, he was taking it, doing good. And if they ended up stopping the fight, I keep thinking that I would have not had my moment where I, the best boxer in the UFC moment. So. I'm, I'm a little grateful that, that they didn't stop the fight before that moment. You know, that's what most people remember the moments more than the finishes. So uh, that moment is huge. I hear you, but like you always say, Dean, never leave it to the judges. And, Max, you've been on the wrong end of a couple decisions that many people felt you deserve to win. So I'm like, finish when you can. Yeah, but, I mean, in a fight like that, it was pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious. Um, You have a significant height advantage over the champ, Alexander Volkanovsky, yet he has a reach advantage. Um, Stylistically, styles make fights. You guys make two great fights. Saturday night, we will see a third edition. What do you see in him that maybe uh, you can exploit or take advantage of come Saturday night that maybe the uh, the fan at home doesn't realize is there for you? I mean, the fan at home got to wait, you know, wait to find out July 2nd. You know, we're not going to give out any secrets right now. And I don't know if, I don't know if Alex is paying you for this, for this actually, for this question or whatever, but all jokes aside, but I, I can't wait, man. We, we see some things, you know, I got to be in there with that guy for 50 minutes and I can't wait to go out there again. And uh, if it's 50 minutes, again, it's 50 minutes. But uh, I've been saying, man, I feel good. I feel on. I know what we what we figured out is going to be great. So, you know, I, I give this guy two rounds, you know, and we'll go from there. Cl- clarify something for us, please, Max Holloway, who joins us in advance of his title fight on Saturday night, UFC 276 on ESPN Play Pay-Per-View. Uh, Christina, you were concerned and confused a couple weeks ago 
about aloha, if it meant hello, if it meant goodbye. Uh, you have a question from Max Holloway, who is a native Hawaiian? Yes, I'm just confused. I was told, it, I thought it meant hello, but then I was told it meant goodbye, and I just need to know if it's both. When is the proper time and place to use aloha, and when do you say mahalo? For, for us island, for, for those of us that are haoles, that are, you know, back here on the mainland. mainland yeah. yeah, so, so what, when's the top, proper time to use that, Max Holloway? Uh, mahalo, mahalo is like a thank you all the time, and then aloha can be high or bye, it, it, it's not wrong, so aloha can go like both ways, like, uh, like I bye, and then mahalo is like a thank you. Fair enough. Well, mahalo for the time, and best of luck to you on Saturday night, UFC 276, Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky in the co-main event for the featherweight title. Thank you very much, Max. Appreciate it. Good luck to you. Aloha, guys. All right, man. Peace out. And that was Max Holloway fighting Saturday night against Alexander Volkanovsky. Now, I know Max Holloway very well, actually. I would assume so. Well, I mean, not like we hang out or nothing like that, but like I've known him for a long time. I actually fought his uncle. Oh, really? Yeah, I fought his uncle in Hawaii. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it was an amazing time. I mean, it's the first time I went to Hawaii. So get this, like this was back before the UFC was even really all that big because I, I remember I got the opportunity to fight for the lightweight title in the UFC or fight in Hawaii against who is now Max Holloway's uncle. And I said, man, I want to go to Hawaii. I don't want to, I don't care about the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Free trip, why not? I know, that's what, I mean, that's, I mean, at that time, you know, I mean, we're talking about like 2000. So like at that time, yeah. I'm thinking a free trip to Hawaii, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never been yeah. to Hawaii. So I, so I chose to go to Hawaii and I remember being in Hawaii and, and, and I, I wanted to ask, talk to Max about this right now, but, um, but I remember his uncle hit me in the face, and he hit me harder than anybody ever hit me before. And that's when I realized the Hawaiians' fists are truly made out of coconuts. Hey, I, I love like, that. I was like, man, this dude hit me so hard, and I was like, I got to get out. of I got to finish this fight immediately because if I take another one of these, it's gonna be a wrap. And I ended up finishing him. I ended up choking out, choking out his uncle. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so I remember I did talk to him once about that. He's like, oh, man, I remember you fought Uncle Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> that was his name? His name right. was Bozo, yeah. Wow. Uncle Bozo, yeah, Max Holloway's uncle. Was he, and he was fine with you winning and, you know, that yeah, was but, years but, ago. But that was, but, yeah, I mean, that was obviously, you know, over 20 years ago. Bozo. But, but uh, and, I, and after I won, I mean, because you, you, you think I'm a character now. Like, I was a character. So I remember I got on the mic and I was talking garbage. I can't imagine yeah. you 20 years ago. Yeah, I was I was like me now, but without the gray. Yeah. Yeah, and skinny. You're skinny. I was, I mean, I'm You're looking about, fit. I mean, I'm talking about I was real skinny. Yeah. And a big old head. Okay. Skinny legs. But, um, and I remember that, you know, I was talking garbage on the mic. I was like, y'all just witnessed another Dean Thomas performance. And I have had my arms held out. Like, you know, like a, as if I was like inviting Jesus to come hug me <laughs> and then everybody was booing, booing me, booing. They were throwing beer at me. And I was like, I better get out of here before I get killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a scary time. And uh, but definitely it was uh, well worth the trip. And despite not ha making the right decision at the time of trying to be the UFC lightweight champion, things turned out OK. They did. I do have a question. When you do take trips like for fights to just again, different countries, different places. Like, do you actually get a day or even a few hours to enjoy it? No. Like, you were in Hawaii, but, like, did you actually get to, like, see anything, you know, well, do that, anything? Like, at that time, you know, it was so, 
unorganized that, you know, we flew out there like days in advance and we was hanging out, you know, so we was so we did get to enjoy it. But nowadays it is 100 percent all business. They bring you in and then they you leave the next day. So like you yeah. don't you don't really get to hang out. So like if you if you want to hang out, you have to make those arrangements arrangements yourself. Every once in a while I do it. Like I try to make some arrangements where I can like hang out a little bit, but back then, like when I was fighting, everybody would be thinking I was going to all these cool places. I'm like, man, I see the hotel room in the in the arena. Hotel room arena. That's it. Yeah. And like and you're cutting weight up until the fight. Yeah. And then you fight and then by the morning time you're back on the plane. Yeah. And so, you, I mean, you do miserable. media and you yeah. just yeah. It's awful. It's miserable. So it's not it's not as <laughs> glamorous as it as you might think it is from tv yeah that's true well i'm really glad max also cleared up that aloha means high and by because i was being i thought it always meant high and someone had told me no it meant it means by but you can use it both ways and i am going to use it all the time now for either or for to everybody just to everybody aloha 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 Aloha. yep thank you max for clearing that up for me well you know what else i'm going to clear up some stuff about cleveland clinic of florida i was over there Got my colonoscopy. On Monday. On Monday. But they are the destination for complex neurological care. From South Florida to the Treasure Coast, their renowned team of neurologists and neurosurgeons. They will take care of it all from advanced epilepsy treatment and stroke recovery to specialized spinal care and brain surgery. The team of experts at Cleveland Clinic in Florida use the latest medical and robotic surgery to get you back to what you love. World-class care is in your community through the best neurological care in South Florida. And when it comes to the Treasure Coast, two convenient locations, Cleveland Clinic Martin Health and Cleveland Clinic Indian River Hospital. This gives Treasure Coast residents convenient access to experts in complex neurological care. So schedule yourself an in-person or virtual visit. Do it today. Go to clevelandclinicflorida.org slash access. That's clevelandclinicflorida.org slash access. When we come back, Dean's Diary, tell you what's on my brain. This is ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. Welcome back, Tina. We almost out of here. But before we go, we got a Dean's Diary. But first, please remind the people of Palm Beach Marriott. Yes, the award-winning Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa, located on beautiful Singer Island between Jupiter and West Palm Beach, is now hiring. They're looking for positive, smiling faces with a passion for hospitality. Whether you're looking for a full-time career or a part-time job, Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa has it all. They're now hiring for front desk agents, room attendants, maintenance technicians, servers, bartenders, baristas, and recreation attendants, just to name a few. Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Door and Spa offers employees free meals, free covered parking, free short-term disability, free life insurance, vacation time, paid time off, health benefits, 401k with a fully vested match, career path planning, Marriott discounts, a $500 referral incentive, and so much more. Call 561-340-1700. That's 561-340-1700. And ask to speak with Human Resources for more details. If you need a job, Palm Beach Marriott. Palm Beach Marriott is the place for you. Now, speaking of putting in work, Dean's Diary is here. No beat. I'm going to let them hear the bars. All right. All right. It's fight week. 
276 on the weekend. Doctors on deck because somebody going to be leaking. Two title fights, a trilogy with Max Holloway. The other guy, Adesanya, trying to take off like a holiday. Sugar Sean is back. And that boy don't play, though. He going to get caught sleeping if he's sleeping on Pedro. And Robbie Lawler plans to start the night off ruthless. It's guaranteed somebody going home toothless. That's it. That's my time. I don't know what y'all thinking, but I'm out like Rick Ankiel after a night of drinking. Oh. And that was delivered by Cleveland Clinic Florida from specialized spinal care to renowned neurologists. Turn to us for every care in the world. So I also learned, by the way, that was great. I do like DC and Sugar Sean O'Malley like have some beef or something. Yeah. Like for whatever reason, like a lot of people have beef with DC. I, I, it seems that way. And, and I'm going to tell you exactly why. Because they forget who DC is. Because, you know, he's like goofy and he clowns around a lot uh-huh. and he's always on the mic. And they forget that he was the world champ and he's still one of the baddest dudes on the planet. Yeah. And I know this because my guy Phil Halls had beef with him as well and was like, and we asked him about it. He said, man, what what happened? He said, man, I, I totally forgot. He said, I didn't realize he was going to buck up back at me like when i went after him i thought he was just going to be like yeah it's whatever but like he (laughs) dc went back at him people forget that's what it is i know and i i had i was just looking at something on instagram and sugar sean o'malley was like yeah dc has this issues with me because you know um i I don't know i don't know what it was but i was like interesting and dc kind of did he just said like i don't care about this kid like that's what it is like a lot of people overvalue themselves yes and think that people think about him a lot more than they do like so you know, DC might say something about him, so he thinks that, okay, this guy hates me. But DC don't really think. He's just, like, saying what's on his mind at the moment. It's probably really nothing. Yeah, and you can't really have, like, that bias, like, in the positions that you, Joe, and DC are in, and Anik, we I have, guess. We have, I know I have zero bias. I think they have zero bias. But, again, a lot of people just overvalue their worth on this planet. That's very true. And for uh, DC, like I said, don't forget He's still one of the baddest men on the planet, so don't get caught slipping. And that is it for us today. I will see you guys next week. Tina, you'll be here tomorrow? I'll be here tomorrow. All right. And that is it for us on Josh Cohen and the Home Team on ESPN 106.3.